0: You know, we run such a well-oiled machine, me and John. It's nice to just have yeah. a monkey wrench
1: thrown at us. Or like, an Allen oh, wrench. Oh, thank
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, bam. Snap. That's, that's, your, the, that's name the name of the, of the oh
1: episode. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you going to do a singing? Are you going to do a singing intro?
1: I don't do a singing intro. Oh, no. I just that's... do. <laughs> You're free to do, do a singing intro if you want. No, 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 no. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi horror suspense classic Predator one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And I'm Alan Batchelder. Hey, hey, we have a new guest, Alan Batchelder. How are you, Alan? Alan. I'm, I'm Alan. good. I'm good.
2: I'm I'm actually sort of vaguely related to this. Uh, it was my profession before I became a teacher.
1: Oh, uh, so the des- designing of explosions, is that what we're talking about? Exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I, I burned down a forest once, but I, I don't talk about that much. You you raided guerrilla camps
0: for a living?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. You picked up a humongous truck and sent it flying into a guerrilla camp with all sorts of explosives? <laughs> it was a, It was a Tonka. A <laughs> All right. Well, God happy have you today with us, Alan. Yes, it's great to be here at last. All right. <laughs> at long last. After many technical difficulties, we are mm-hmm. all together. Ah, okay. And today we're talking about Minute 26 of Predator. Minute 26 Dylan. opens with Dylan, Dylan telling the team where to target and ends with Panchito and Hawkins running down some camp stairs. And uh, Alan, you being uh, new to this show, just to give you a heads up, we usually just kind of carry through the minute chronologically from beginning to end, talking about all sorts of action and acting and non-acting and explosions, uh, explosions, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was really going to hone in on
2: the different acting techniques Ooh. offered by the uh, the artists in this
0: particular uh, oeuvre. <laughs> All right, well, we have a lot of good screams here. We got oh, guys yeah. flying off springboards. We got squibs. We got splatter. We got explosions. You explosions. came at the right time, Alan. This is a good minute.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah, there's still there's still quite a bit of fighting going on. Well, I won't call it fighting. There's still quite a bit of uh, <laughs> wiping out being done by <laughs> this team of basically Jasons
0: with guns. Yeah, right. Yeah, There's a but, lot of carnage in this one. We get uh, guys on fire. We get mm-hmm. guys flying through the air. Mm-hmm. We get guys dying by gunfire.
1: Mm-hmm. We get yep. a massive
0: number of deaths. Our death count is going to go up significantly once again.
1: Again? With the yeah. death count,
0: yeah. So, Jeff, you want to start us off on where we begin with this minute? Yeah, let's start from the beginning. So, beginning of the minute carries over from last minute, and Dylan, Dylan is behind the rock. Dylan! Dylan! And he says, target the center of the palapa. Target the center of the palapa! Which is a great
1: line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. but like It's because like, they're blowing everything up already, Willie. No, there's no reason to say, like, what exact part I don't think any building is left standing at the end of this. I wish the other guy had outer. had
0: called back and be like, Oh good. Because I was about to shoot <laughs> the side of the Pallotta. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well the other t- the other thing is palapa is such a festive word, you
0: know. We'll <laughs> take a nice siesta
1: at the end. Heck yeah. The palapa.
0: <laughs> Are you wearing your palapa today? Yeah, so uh man, okay, so just for the audience, this is a very frenetic, fast paced minute. So we're going to do our best to take it piece by piece. But literally this, this minute is made up of like one and two second cuts. Mm -hmm. So we'll do, I'll do my best to break it down here and not miss anything. But um, so he says, target the center of the palapa targets the center of the palapa and kind of runs off towards the explosion. (laughs) Yep. And then we cut to Poncho, Ponchito, kind of running through the brush here. And Ponchito gets on the action here, doesn't he?
1: Oh, totally. He just starts popping the grenade out. (laughs) Well, see,
2: this this part, I think, demonstrates his sensitive side because he shoots the guys with a grenade gun. They blow up and catch on fire, but then they're gently planted in a pond of water behind
0: the uh, (laughs) gun. So they, well, these the guys, they explode from the roof of the palapa and then land in some unusually soft leaves at the bottom.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm seeing here. I, I we do have some guys falling in the water in the next minute, though. Mm. Yeah. So, so Alan, I, I wonder, did you watch the same minute that we all watched, Alan? So, uh, so you're talking about minute
2: 26?
1: Yeah, which goes from 25 minutes to 26 minutes.
2: you know what this is turning into the best minute of my life just getting on here and being called out and having watched the wrong minute 700 times but i i still feel qualified to make all kinds of charming observations yes yes for instance it occurred to me this is the first film in history to have two future governors in the cast. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was pretty yeah, cool.
0: That is, that is a good <laughs> one. Um yeah, we get lots of Jesse Ventura doing his kind of what was the last minute, John? He brought back some of his wrestling cred. Yeah, he totally guy just over his shoulder. Yeah,
1: flipped yeah. the lookout from the lookout perch right into the jungle, just totally did a like a body slam kind of maneuver. All right. And Panchito then comes
0: around the corner. He's running through the brush. And he runs right up to the tree and gets in on the action. Is that right? What does he? What does Ponchito do here when he he launches a
1: beautiful grenade from his custom six shooter grenade launcher, uh, converted by Stembridge Armory um, from a flare launcher and um, different submachine gun parts? He launches into a, a. looks like the top story of a palapa, maybe like a little sun porch and that a couple of guys are in shooting out at him. And yeah, Um it's, gosh, it's, it's again, one of these blink and you miss it things that I'm finding with uh Craig Baxley's editing and, or Craig Baxley's filming. And then whoever's editing is that there's so much going on that it's a shame to me that we're not like able to linger on some of these scenes longer, because if you freeze frame it right as he fires it, it's blowing up the guys on the second level sun porch. And at the same time, there's a guy running below who's on fire and he's like jumping on off fire. the start of the yes. screen. It's it's like, why not linger on that? I want to see that
0: more. And even I know. And once again, we get like the classic <laughs> stuntman on fire thing where he's like waving his arms and running around. <laughs> but it cuts away so fast that we don't yeah. get to really see it much. There's, there's a lot of that
1: coming up in the next minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler alert for what we call minute 27 in the biz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: These people are especially right. flammable. The other thing I noticed <laughs> is that their their aim is about as good as stormtroopers. Yeah. It's there's
1: forty of them and Blaine's the only one who gets nicked. It's terribly bad. And like with the body count that we see, but in this minute it's yeah, it's stacking up in the good guys' favor <laughs> at an alarming rate. Um,
0: yeah. I know even in, as they're shooting at Poncho, like, they just destroy this palm tree that he's behind. Right. He just, him. That, and, that was uh, a pretty cool effect, actually.
1: I like the, the splintering of the tree all up and down the side. And they, they actually, I think, reused yeah, this shot yeah. from a previous minute. Or no, they, it's weird. They reused this shot. In the previous minute if that makes any sense Because they take this shot after the tree's Been oh, all shot up right. and they place it back in the previous Minute and they shoot in the grenade But what's different about when he shoots this grenade is that You see his viewpoint from Behind Ponchito and that is not Ponchito that's like yes. Ponchissimo That's like a bigger poncho <laughs> From the, from back
0: That is uh, some Dude from a, from a uh, Like auto repair <laughs> shop that they yeah. just Grabbed
1: <laughs> He has a little bit more mass than our little punchito or little sensitive punchito. Yeah, clearly a stunt double yeah. there. But man, this explosion
0: that we get—I love how the, he shoots towards the second story for whatever yeah. reason, takes out those two guys, um, and it's a good one. Like they then zoom in on these two guys who springboard off the top. They do a front flip, and if you look at it frame by frame you can see them land in some (laughs) really soft leaves leaves. (laughs) (laughs) but then it really really quickly cuts away so if you're watching it real time it looks pretty awesome uh
1: i I do want to one last little audio cue is that this is the same yell given in this explosion that he causes that is it was the last (laughs) the last minute when he blows up a guy it's that same Oh, wait let me try It, it yeah let me try it's, ah! Yeah, that's the same one. So so to me, is this like some kind of Groundhog Day situation? Is this the same guy coming back and being blown up by punch? You know, like, not, like Groundhog <laughs> Minute, not even Groundhog Day. Just
2: Well, I, I think they go to yelling school, actually. There's a specific style. Uh, ah. for, yeah, yeah. So that you don't hurt your
1: voice. Even in death, you want to preserve those. Those golden vocal cords. How do you preserve those golden vocal cords? <laughs> speaking as an actor, Alan. Well, you support with your diaphragm, uh, and you oh, make right. sure that you oh, you've right. got a good bass.
2: And uh, it's it's really more of a uh, it's not a scream so much as it is just a loud yell. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you can but you? I don't want to blow out your speakers, but these guys have to do this over and over again. Um, I'm watching it right here. Yep. You're right. Tree gets all shot up. This is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And, and how <laughs> come they always go face first? It's like a, an international diving competition. You never see anybody go ass first or do like a, a sideways spider. And then here comes the burning man, right? A
0: bunch of hippies burning are standing around is. celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, you're right. They always just do a front <laughs> a front flip right off there, and it's always like a nice perfect single rotation, like 180 onto their back. Oh, it's, it's it, beautiful.
2: It, it's <laughs> as if you were gonna do a, a belly flop in a community pool is kind of what they're doing. You know, so
1: their right, arms right. flung wide and you kinda chicken out the last moment. You're like, I'm gonna land on my back. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So after we get fake poncho
0: blowing up the second story of the palapa. Uh, One of my favorite parts of this minute, we cut to our man, Jesse Ventura, Blaine, Mm. walking right through the jungle, right?
1: Yeah, with Old Painless. Old Painless is waiting. Old Painless is waiting.
0: Old Painless. And my favorite part about his little walk right here is right as it starts, a massive explosion goes on, like, literally right behind him. Like, (laughs) Forrest Gump running out of the forest right behind him. And what does he do? He turns around for like half a second as if a little fly had landed on his shoulder, slows down, and what does he do, John? He hawks a huge tobacco loogie
1: just <laughs> That's right. to his side like, yeah, I ain't got time for this explosion. <laughs> I, have, I have stuff hawks, to do.
0: Yeah, hawks a big tobacco loogie, and then immediately we see a couple gorillas coming up on him and <laughs> pulls out motherfucking old painless. So have you
2: you figured out if that's an actual uh, gun that exists in the world or is that just something they cooked up for Mm. Hollywood cooked up? John, I'll let you take this one.
1: Yeah, this is the M134A General Electric minigun uh, capable of firing 6,000 rounds per minute. I believe it's uh, 7.62 millimeter ammo they're firing. Um, Normally, well, not normally, but just <laughs> anytime this weapon has been used before this movie, it has purely been mounted like on helicopters. Tanks, APCs, yeah, John, uh, naval ships—it never. You gotta stop <laughs> giving some hillbillies an orgasm. What we're hearing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 some interesting stuff. Did just have to change the pants. So. <laughs> okay, already
2: disturbing imagery. I guess I started it. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, so this is yeah, this, so is, a, this is a real gun, yeah. And, and Jesse Ventura uh, uh, takes a lot of pride in being the first person ever to hold this weapon. And, and nobody's going to have to teach me how to fire the most awesome weapon handheld the world has ever seen. And fired on screen, even though, of course, it's firing blanks. And <laughs> even though it's um, slowed down by... I think 75% for the filming because otherwise if they tried to film this, it was, it would just not be shown as spinning at all just because it'd be spinning yeah. so quickly. Um, am, am I
2: hallucinating yeah. or was there something similar in aliens? Uh, you're hallucinating. Okay, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> and I'm not drinking anything. so
1: No,
0: we've talked a bit about how uh, this gun would never actually be used as a handheld weapon. It would literally be impossible. Um, with the right. amount of rounds that it's firing, it's a, it would be impossible to carry enough ammo. Um, and it's just the kickback and the weight of it is completely impractical. But it makes perfect sense to just kill these two <laughs> gorillas <laughs> with it. Because why not? It's like well, <laughs> killing a fly with a chainsaw. A, in yeah, a yep.
2: future minute not to be mentioned, it sets a tree on fire. I mean, is that because it's so hot? The rounds it's shooting out are so hot, or is that just Hollywood BS?
1: That's just I Hollywood that's BS. That's the idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the idea. Is yeah. that, yeah, normally you'd be having to fire some kind of special round for that to cause fire. Uh-huh.
0: Um, Alright, so that part's really satisfying. We get to see Old Painless come out again.
1: Old Painless is waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes a great sound. Like kind of like a vacuum cleaner and a chainsaw mixed up or something like that.
0: Yeah. So we should pause for just a minute and talk about just the, just the overall sound design of this minute is pretty impressive because there is a lot of stuff going on here and they're very quickly moving from shot to shot to shot. And uh, we were talking before we recorded about how it's this minute's almost overwhelming in its frenetic pace and, Really loud sound that's coming at you the whole
1: time, mhm,
0: but it's also kind of awesome,
1: <laughs> yeah, and Alan, I think you're talking about in your own notes uh something about uh, the whole point of this whole scene,
2: yeah, yeah, well, yeah, to... uh we have to see them being you know real badasses and being able to take out a much much larger force um mm-hmm. because that makes them more credible victims for the predator later on you know they're not just yeah they're not true. just some group of street punks with switchblades. blades <laughs> i mean <laughs> these are the biggest and baddest you know paramilitary types we have
0: and they just get mm-hmm. eaten up yeah that's a good point I, I do think that this scene does establish we talked about this a little bit last minute john is mm-hmm. the scene does establish them as being kind of the best of the best and, yeah uh, and yeah and, and it Gives It does. It gives the Predator a little more credibility when he starts just, like you said, Alan, taking them out one
1: by one with really no problem. Yeah, making them look like a bunch of street toughs with... Uh, switchblades <laughs> I, as you said and yeah i would agree with that like just kind of making them look like amateurs although you know yeah. I, I, and in watching it
2: again he, he's clearly got the advantage of being invisible and it's only when somebody else in the movie in case you haven't seen it also becomes invisible <laughs> right. that it kind of evens mm-hmm. the the scales a bit
1: that's true yeah, it takes some takes some balancing there and takes some like figuring out and then inventiveness on uh, Dutch's part for sure to start evening those odds. And I mean, he makes that discovery totally by accident later on just one of those whoops, like, I can't believe I kind of backed into that one. <laughs> so
0: these two gorillas just meet their eventual and inevitable demise. Probably painful uh, demise. Painful, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's ridiculous how much ammo he spends on these two guys. Uh, But then, okay, so then we quick cut, and we've got uh, Dylan Dylan, uh, Dylan. running through the forest, running through the chaos. There's fire burning behind him. He's going left and right and left and right. And then all of a sudden, we get another (laughs) shot of a stuntman on fire flailing his arms around. Yeah.
1: Easy pickings it, right here for Dylan, it, right?
0: Either he's that just, or
1: it's Jason yep. Voorhees. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Yeah, finally doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just shoot him when he's on fire and yeah. just run away. He is kind of doing
0: that, again, that classic stump man, just sort of like stumbling out on fire. Ah, But he's also kind of firing his weapon haphazardly around. Uh, right?
2: How do you say stop, drop, and roll in Spanish? <laughs> Alto or something like that. I, None of these you know. guys. I mean, they they do the absolute worst thing you can do if you're on fire, which is to start right. fanning themselves. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> taking, waving their arm, taking ah. gunfire, trying to trying to continue the fight. That is someone dedicated. Yeah, to they, they probably have like
2: napalm cologne on it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> so Dylan puts this Dylan. poor bastard out of his misery yeah. and uh after he shoots him down turns What does he yell here? Heels John Heels he yells, on your
1: nose! Uh That turns right <laughs> around, does a one eighty, and shoot. <laughs> he shoots two guys. Shoots two guys right in the back. Right in the back. It's just like oh this God. is like the merciless minute right here. It's just well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, mercy. Can, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, for one, I don't think there. on your nine is how it. You would be count, calling that out. I think you'd be saying on your six because that's right your clock position. Right behind like 12, you. Yeah. Six. yeah. Right. I don't. Nine would be like to your left I, a they little don't bit. Yell
0: man on. Right. <laughs> Car back.
1: Gorilla back.
0: <laughs> yeah. So on your nine would mean like ninety degrees to your left. Yes. right? But but he turns Dylan straight around full one eighty, and yeah, you're right. Just completely <laughs> a first degree murders these guys <laughs> right in the back <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> bap, 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 bap. we get some nice squibs here and some good blood splatter that's pretty awesome oh it's yeah it's it's wonderful no nobody's having some kind of cheap death here and in- this guerrilla raid. Everybody's being right on fire, and then shot, or shot in the back with plenty of squibs, blown in the air. Just oh man, <laughs> blown up in yeah, a chopper. So, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, it's just Dutch. Just chews up their backs, and we get a couple <laughs> good squib explosions. It cuts really quick to Dylan, who gets Damn. in on the action just for good measure. He fires a bunch more rounds at these guys right at their backs.
1: He just, yeah. He's just kind of firing into the, you know. Yeah, I'm just talking about like the real quick shot of him just firing camera left, just, so just into the yeah. general melee. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna get some of this.
0: <laughs> uh, and then, continuing with the frenetic camera movement, we cut right back to Mac, Mac, yep. Mac, Mac, and he's kind of tra- traipsing through the jungle here. I really like this sequence because there's like gunfire and explosions. <laughs> And Mac is firing yeah. his gun seemingly without it's, looking. It's just like what And it's yeah. literally
2: like a three second cut. I'm looking right at him. <laughs>
0: <Right. laughs> and stuff's blowing up around him, and he just does not seem to give a shit about anything. Like he's just
1: kind of wandering through, firing left. And, and then right. it's
2: back to Poncho and, and turn- you know, three seconds later. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right, um, right. We we see we see Mac, yeah, Mac. um fire, uh, yeah, first kind of indiscriminately firing, just camera right as he approaches the camera and then he turns the oars right and as a gorilla who maybe thought he had him totally <laughs> caught off guard. <laughs> it's blast <laughs> is just, <it's> just blasted <sighs> by Mac's uh, M sixties. So we're seeing all the kind of signature weapons in this minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty great shot. He kind of Turns that corner, and a gorilla comes right into center frame and just blah yeah. backwards. And then, Alan, you're right. We quickly cut back to Poncho firing another
1: grenade. Yeah, it's- with like a double explosion here, I don't know. It's just—I guess this is the center of the palapa. And Dylan, Dylan, totally Dylan. gives like a little nod, like, "Yeah, that was good." <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does.
0: Yeah, it happens really fast. We go, Poncho, and then boom, palapa explosion, and then back to Dylan, Dylan. and Dylan, Dylan just nods. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah and then Dylan shooting Dylan! it looks like to me the two same guys that we saw last minute who uh, <laughs> Dutch was shooting by the chopper and who I explained right. were like shown in the behind the scenes footage of like doing this extended over dramatic like long uh take of being shot by the bullets and yeah I think they just must right. have continued using that shot for at least the up close part of uh, Dylan doing the death wobble yeah the death wobble yeah yeah <laughs> huh, I'm looking up uh,
2: palapa as a uh, a Spanish word of Malayan origin, meaning pulpus leaf." is an open-sided dwelling with a thatched roof made of dried palm leaves. That would nice. explain why the open sided roof of thatched palm leaves keeps exploding and catching on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> these are some very, very flammable combustible palapas. That's a
0: good that's a good point, Alan. I think all these palapas must have just a uh, a big old barrel of fuel right in the middle of them.
1: <laughs> the whole thing is one big fuel dump.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just- just a bunch of napalm napalms. Well, if early. you're a
1: gorilla,
2: you want to do that. You want to surround yourself with explosives and flammables as
1: much as possible. <laughs> yeah, and if you look right. at Dylan, when he's doing his little nod after Panchito's double explosion, there are like literally flaming barrels behind him, just a yeah. ton of them. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's true. Yeah, and There's
1: gouts of flame even in the air, like it's raining flame. <laughs> <laughs> like hell has visited it's now the gorilla camp. It's <laughs> his day of reckoning. oh man this minute just
0: doesn't stop all right so we got the two guys doing the death wobble um and then oh yeah we cut back to dutch and dutch gets in on the action i feel like dutch has just been sitting here this whole time just blowing stuff up from his little
1: perch yeah we see him fire the grenade launcher and blow up Another palapa looking very similar to Ponchito's blow up, but I don't know. What's... Another fueled fuel filled palapa. Yep. I think it might be yeah. the same shot that Panchito oh, it's totally the same shot that Panchito has like two seconds earlier. Yeah, yeah, they did reuse. <laughs> oh it.
0: You're right. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it is the exact same shot. Just yep, it
1: is. There's nothing yeah, different. No, awesome. They don't even
0: add a yell like a, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Just another exploding palapa. Well, that's expensive to do. They just got to reuse them. Yeah. And when you're only showing it for half a second, hey, so- it, it's pretty impressive, though, just from a movie making standpoint. These explosions are really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they take tons of time to set up, and right by and large, you're only blowing up something this big one time, and you're hoping to catch the best explosion and the best effects on camera yeah, you
2: only have to shoot it from yeah. several different angles so that the one mm-hmm. the one event looks right. like five different explosions
1: hey, speaking of which so alan, uh, yeah alan i was going to yeah. ask you is that, that we're going to ask jeff yeah i think so go ahead john oh, yeah. i was going to say alan you've had some uh, acting creds in the in the old biz I, I was wondering if have you ever been on set when they exploded something uh, I was on set when they dropped
2: a piano from the top of a crane <laughs> into a parking lot.
1: Whoa,
2: whoa!
1: Was <laughs> this like that's awesome for a movie or a commercial? Oh, or? It's,
2: uh, it was a Taco Time commercial, and so <laughs> first I get I get hit by a. a A piano almost drops on my head, so I duck out of the way. And that's the one that they did a green screen with that one. They dropped it. But then the next time I look up and the piano is not falling on my head, and I think, hey, I've avoided it. And it crashes into my side and knocks me halfway across the screen. Then the next commercial, I got struck by lightning on a golf course. So...
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, nice. so you're going you're going to have to send us the links otherwise I'm going to have to find it. Oh no, yeah, yeah,
2: no that's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. The closest I came uh I was making some films in high school <clears throat> and I'm a little older than you two guys combined and uh <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing practical effects with black powder. We were making explosions. <laughs> I went to a private school. What can I say? And We were making explosions down by the soccer field. And I had this line of long black powder. And I thought, I'm going to light it just like in the movies. And it'll be a fuse, you know, like in the Wild Wild West or something. And it wouldn't go <laughs> off and it wouldn't go off. So I held the match really close and it went off on my hand. And I had the worst, mm. the whole back of my hand was just like a giant water blister for weeks. I'm lucky I didn't, I'm lucky I didn't oh. blow it off completely, but you know what they say, boys do stupid things. <laughs>
1: That's what they say, they, wow, yeah. blow up their hands.
2: Yes, I can blow assure you hands. it's a painful experience. So
1: anyway, 25
2: <laughs> minutes and 42 seconds in.
0: Yeah, here we are, so... um where, where what was the last explosion? Okay, so Dutch blowing up that Palapa. A lot of explosions. We a shot. So many explosions. Okay, now we cut back to the guys, the confused guys in the chopper. Yeah,
1: yeah, Mars guy we and our, the pilot. Our, and we see our Mars guy again. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. He's he's yelling at the pilot as if the pilot should really need any kind of <laughs> urgency from <laughs> he's someone else of, to kind yeah, of giving him a thumbs. up. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're we're gonna go up. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep, dutch and dylan say yep yeah, you're gonna go up and they, they they feed him some lead and some explosives and blow up that chopper it's it's very uh oh my god eye for an eye as someone might say yeah and these guys they get it bad like uh dylan
0: just unloads right through the front uh window of the chopper and just we get a whole bunch dylan! of blood squibs mm-hmm. popping and then we cut right back to Dutch, who's like, "That's not good enough," and blows the whole fucking thing yeah. up with his grenade launcher,
1: <laughs> laying yeah. waste, just leaving right no human life, no doubt, unscathed. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's no no witnesses. No, no witnesses. Yeah, he just
0: destroys. We'll come back and talk about this, like destroying the chopper like that. Maybe it wasn't the best idea, but um, in the moment, I
1: guess he couldn't resist. Yeah. Someone from the Facebook page on the Predator Minute podcast page mentioned that uh, his name is Brad. He says, uh, it makes me wonder in hindsight uh, if blowing up the chopper was a good move because they kind of blown up their escape route. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if yeah, they'd done that's... that,
2: <laughs> there wouldn't have been any predator, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> right. yeah i guess it makes sense. it was
2: convenient (laughs) 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 short-sightedness
0: convenient and they are mad because you're right they they are you're right it is eye for an eye because the the gorillas destroyed their chopper and in their minds in that moment they're probably like well i'm gonna blow up yours (laughs) payback time um all right so we get the exploded chopper Bits flying everywhere. Ooh, we get another nice stuntman on yep. fire. This would be the pilot I'm uh, taking, or supposed to be the pilot. He, Who knows? I, yeah, he does drop to the
1: ground. He might be stopped dropping I, and rolling. I don't right know. He falls kind of out the door, door.
2: yeah. Ah, ah, ah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I imagine like a <laughs> stuntman on fire would probably be right immediately cut away from so that they can do- or douse him, hose him off. extinction. Yeah, right. And uh, and at the very end of the minute,
0: we cut back to who is that that's that's shooting these two gorillas through the? Uh, smoke? This would be
1: Ponchito and Hawkins, and uh, some more beautiful squib work right here. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're seeing like the backs of these guys just <laughs> explode just dozens of times as they're they're totally taking lots of fire and and one of my favorite little things i noticed about the gorilla camp sequence here is that a lot of the gorillas when they're going down when they're falling due to explosions or taking fire um are at the last second firing their weapon kind of haphazardly like into the air off to the side mm-hmm. and these guys right. are doing the same thing i don't know if that's added digitally later it kind of looks like it is because there's not always sound to go with it but these guys have it like they'll fall on their backs, and as Punchito and Hawkins are running past them, the one gun is kind of pointed up in the air from one of the gorillas, and it's firing a couple rounds. The you're right. The squib work is is awesome here. It's it it reminds me of RoboCop
0: a little bit, and it's kind of over the top. Like each guy has a whole bunch of squibs firing right. off simultaneously, and uh, but it's too great effect.
1: I I I love it here. It's uh, I love the over the top of it if that's a word I, I think so uh and this is actually if this is still Craig Baxley filming then it kind of goes against what John Mc, John McTiernan the director was saying where it's all static shots uh the camera is actually moving some and there's some depth to the shot so yeah. it kind of makes me think I wonder if that's John true. McTiernan was actually secretly filming some of these little uh, cuts mm-hmm. where you know you have some depth you have some creative filming going on but I don't know never know. According to John McTiernan, yeah. it's just all Baxley and static shots. And I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the crew laying waste to the guerrilla camp.
0: Oh yeah. No, this is fantastic. And we get a couple more minutes of this as we move through this takedown of the gorilla mm-hmm. camp. Uh, the carnage will continue boys and girls. Don't you worry.
1: Yeah. And sp- speaking of carnage, this is where in the script we have a little bit of difference in the original script, the 1985 uh, script originally called Hunter um, there's a couple of changes. Uh, first off, there's no chopper in the original script. Uh, the Predator is basically watching all this happen. So it's cutting back and forth between the camp and the Predator's viewpoint in the script, which I think is fascinating, but I think takes away yeah. from what Alan was talking about and uh, showing these guys as total badasses taking up the camp. Because it's kind of like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be thinking about this Predator thing, too. But in the movie, it's like, you're not at all. It's like, I'm just thinking about the team. Right. Um, and then lastly, uh, the big change is that Dutch originally is going into combat with a team of nine and not seven. There are actually um, three characters that are eventually amalgamated in the movie into Hawkins. There's Hawkins, Murphy, and a character named Dylan. Dylan! Dylan! Um, Dylan. And, and Dylan in the script is not the same Dylan we see in the movie. Dylan in the script is, hold on, I have right here. Dylan in the script is the radio man and the medic catches ponchito's tape in the chopper ride with the quick reflexes hawkins in the script is the rookie and murphy in the script is this irish street fighter speaking of street fighters with switch <laughs> blades <laughs> wow from the bronx who tells <laughs> dirty jokes and they're all kind of mashed into this character of hawkins oh, the they,
2: they should have let the irish guy in <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here's the thing, Hawkins and Murphy, these guys in the script, they die right here in the guerrilla camp, which is totally taking you oh. back like, whoa, this team isn't so cool, isn't so bad as right we're meant to think as, as in the movie.
2: Oh, hell, mm. I guess that makes sense. And then this is where we pick up the hot chick, of course.
1: Yeah, in a couple minutes, yeah, we pick up Anna, who they refuse to kill for... Whatever reason. Because <laughs> she's a who lady. Has
2: alarmingly good English, it turns
1: out. Yeah. Maybe she's just learning the enemy's yes. language. You know, it's Cold War times. She's
2: a quick learner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, a couple minutes ago, when the kill count really started ramping up uh, in the movie, I was keeping track on the documents here, the documents, <laughs> and figured we had about mm, approximately 38. But by the time this minute starts, so 38 either on screen or off screen alluded to deaths in this movie. And then in this minute alone, we have 16 more just throwing on the pile. We have three by Panchito stunt double firing the grenade. We have two by minigun, one by Dylan Dylan. giving a flaming mercy kill. Two, that Dutch shoots in the back. One by Max, M16 Max, Max. machine gun. Three by Dylan shooting by the chopper. Dilla. Two Dilla. by Dutch and Dylan in the chopper. Two by Pachito, Panchito and Hawkins next to the stairs. Wait,
2: are you counting the
1: guy that got killed twice? Oh, oh yeah. sure. Because, I mean- Okay, I think they are. All right. <laughs> I'm sure the, the team is. Yes, yeah.
0: sixteen <laughs> in one minute—that's exciting.
2: <laughs> yeah, la- yeah, yeah. What would the, what would the dwarf in the Lord of the Rings say though? Still only counts as one.
1: And still only counts
2: as
0: one. <laughs> right, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> still counts as one. Um,
0: yeah. So uh, a lot of these guys died by explosions. We got a lot of explosions in this minute, and it got me. think Yeah, yeah it got me thinking about some of my favorite. Movie explosions uh, in action films. So I, uh, yeah. I took a second and I just brainstormed some of my favorite movie explosions. I thought I'd run them by you guys. And uh, this is by no means a definitive list. I don't even think it's really a top top five or top ten list or
1: whatever. It's just. Sorry. Can you say? Can you say that like? I'm not saying this is a definitive list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What are you trying to do, John? <laughs> not cut around your words. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a definitive list, but it's a definitive list. I don't exercise, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these are some explosions from action movies that I thought of off the top of my head that are some
1: of my favorites. Ooh, do you want? Do you kind of want to roundtable it? Like you do one, Alan does one, I do yeah, one. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, teacher style. Yeah. Should I go first? Then you shall. Okay.
0: Uh, first on my list is from one of my favorite '90s action films, uh, *Demolition Man*. Yeah. And at the end of the film, Simon Phoenix's hideout, played by Wesley Snipes um explodes in a massive explosion caused from the inside out and the camera pulls away and you see just the entire compound blow up and it's pretty magnificent magnificent so simon phoenix's Mm. compound from demolition man there's mine love it kaboom kaboom alan i'm gonna go
2: with the white house and independence day Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Just, just because how often do we get to see the White House <laughs> <laughs> annihilated uh, to nothing, <laughs> turned to ash?
0: Yeah, so that that's uh, that was a fun one. That's a good one. Yeah. Nice. That's no, good one. no connection to how we feel about the White House today at all, right, Alan? No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: no. No. <laughs> No politics here. No politics. We do have two governors in this <laughs> That's uh, right. In this movie, but yeah. in this scene alone, or in this minute, but we're not talking politics. All right, John, give me uh, an explosion. See. What do you got? Yeah, I was looking, I was digging a little bit, I was looking kind of deep. Um, One of these uh kind of early 90s thrillers starring Pierce Brosnan called Live Wire. I don't know if you guys ever yeah. saw that one. No. Oh, you have to watch it just because the gimmick of the movie is that the bad guys, um, totally plant explosive causing water, you know, in people's water bottles and such. So if they want to like create this terrorist act, they just have to make sure this special water bottle is in that person's possession and it'll just cause the (laughs) person's body to turn into a human bomb. It is crazy. I did just watch little bits and pieces on YouTube (laughs) not too long ago. And I was thinking, Oh, those are some good explosions. And it's just, it's so, it's such a creepy consent that or consent it's such a creepy conceit that right like your normal everyday like life depending fluid right it could be <laughs> right. something lethal to you and a whole bunch of other people and there's some really good explosions and my favorite one is and there's a scene in the courtroom where they plant some water on the judge and then whoever this is the bad guy wants to take out the uh, informant in the court and the, the the judge just her eyes turn all red and then she explodes taking out the whole courtroom <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty explosive oh awesome. Awesome. awesome Jeff oh it's back to me
0: back to you um Alright, so, um, what's another good one here? Oh, one of my favorites The Hospital Explosion from the Dark Knight. <sighs>
1: Yeah, dark. Remember that
0: scene? I do. Yeah, when so if anyone out there has forgotten, it's it's when uh, the Joker is planting the bomb in the hospital and he's leaving in the hospital. What's great about it is it it's a slow roll explosion. Like you get a bunch of small explosions that are going off, going off, going off, and then there's a pause, and the Joker like looks down at his transmitter device and thinks that something's wrong and hits the button over and over again. And then all of a sudden, the explosions start up again, and then the yeah. whole thing explodes in a pretty massive fireball. It's
1: pretty great. So that's a good one from The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. that is a good one. Yeah,
0: I
2: I have a couple of short ones. One is uh, I had to look this up. There's a movie called Zabriskie Point. Are you yes. familiar with this? Yes. Yep. <laughs> and there's a big explosion set to Pink Floyd. So that sounds that sounds pretty good.
1: Oh, they just blow the yeah. They blow that like hillside mansion just sky high. It's great. Yeah, I don't know this. I'm gonna have to look it up. But yeah.
0: I
2: did want to you know give one to Good, the Bad, and the Ugly when they when they blow up blow up the bridge, mm. uh, uh, separating the Union and Rebel forces. That's
0: a pretty cool one. Nice, nice, John. You got another one?
1: Yeah, I, I'll do a quick two parter, uh, both from the same movie, Return of the Jedi. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, and to me, the second time they blow up the Death Star, right, is <laughs> like I don't know. I, I always found it way more satisfying of an explosion. It was. It's almost like uh, a glass balloon exploding the the second time around. The first time around, it's really more for the I don't know the particle the I don't know the early particle effects. And this time around, they I feel like they really mastered just like the sound and the explosion yeah. and the I don't know the the whole effect of what that would look like. <laughs> And the lead up to that is the shield generator uh, being blown up on Endor. It just goes up in this massive fireball, like from the skyline perspective of the trees and the satellite dish and the whole thing just erupts in this beautiful flame.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Very nice. yeah, Jeff? Uh, How about the bus running into the plane explosion at the very end of speed? Ah, yes. Mm, That's a good one. Love that one. Uh, Keanu saves (laughs) the day. It's just just a nice explosion. Yeah, bus running into the plane with the bomb on it. And that classic sort of orange fireball. It's great. (laughs) Uh,
2: I've got, uh, how about uh, Monsieur Creosote in The Meaning of Life? (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: good one. <laughs> you
2: know, it's just weffelfin. <laughs> and then his whole body explodes all over the restaurant, spewing <laughs> vomit on everyone. In the joint. <laughs>
0: oh, that's good. I have one on my list that's uh,
1: similar in style. So I'll bring that one. Ooh, I like the non-traditional explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Um I'm sticking with an Arnold theme here, and uh, the movie True Lies, where oh yeah, uh, he's... <laughs> he's uh there's lots of great explosions in that movie but my favorite has to be the one that goes along with his one-liner of um yeah here's my invitation and he (laughs) right presses a little button and this some huge explosion goes on in the background and that's when the whole attack starts it's kind of similar to attacking the center of the palapa here in this movie may i see your invitation please
0: sure here's my invitation yeah, dude. There's a bunch of good explosions in that movie. Like when they fire the the jet missiles at the bridge.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, man, on key, the key. Want. Yeah, the Keys Bridge. Yeah, yeah, Key West. Yeah, whatever that, yeah. that highway is. He says you're um, fired, and he shoots the missile with the terrorist into the helicopter full of other terrorists. Right. Right. And then he says, "You're fired." <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: you're fired. <laughs> uh, We can't. Do- uh, an homage to the best
2: explosions without mentioning the uh, one of the worst, which is uh, when the pie tin flying saucer catches fire in Plan 9 from outer space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you've <laughs> seen this or not, I but it not. looks like it's like a tin, a pie tin in there, and it's on a, a fishing Line or something, and it's got sterno on it, and it suddenly just has this really breezy flame to it. And inside, <laughs> we see the, you know the aliens are struggling, and then we go back outside, and it's the most. Uh, I, we've got sixth graders who are capable of better
0: special effects. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard yeah. Plan Nine is a is a classic B movie. I've never actually seen it, but I've. Seen, are you
1: serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me?
0: I'm not, but I've seen clips. I've seen that a clip of that. Scene that you're describing, so I know what you're it's talking about.
2: Got some of the greatest dialogue ever written. I, <laughs> right. I mean, one of the lines: "We are all concerned with the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives." <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> it, it's just deliciously bad in every way that it could possibly be.
1: Oh, I'll have to check that out as well. I've not seen that movie. Um, all right, should I go? I got yeah. I got
0: maybe uh I got a couple more if we want. So sticking with your non-traditional explosions there, Alan. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the head explosion in Scanners. I knew you were gonna oh. say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. This is doesn't the, that
2: happen in the Fury also?
0: Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, Brian De Palma. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this head explosion happens in the first, I don't know, what, 15 minutes or so of, of the movie Scanners, a classic. It's been turned into a GIF, and you can find clips of it all, over, all online. It's kind of one of the most famous pieces of practical effects ever done. But um, yeah, that's a good explosion, like an exploding head scanners check
2: it out it, it reminds me too of the uh the guns in uh district 9.
0: Oh
2: yeah the they just nice. sort
1: of liquidate people it. yeah oh yeah
0: all right should we uh round this out you guys want to kind of list off the rest of ours that we might have as quick honorable mentions sure yeah i got some honorable mentions um alan do you have any others you wanted to just rattle off real quick uh no
1: no no i'll, I'll let you take center stage <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right john do you have any others you want to rattle off
1: yeah the only one i have left is another non-traditional from big trouble in little china it's where mm. uh, i believe thunder blows up he's just so upset that Lopan has been killed by jack burton that he goes all cabbage patch or garbage yes, Pail kids a good one nice ex- right he grew he expands 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 and blows up and what looks like a bunch of spinach and vegetables go flying <laughs> out of him.
0: He looks like that's a puffer great. fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, there, is, there is the
2: shark in Jaws. Yes, oh, it's yeah. similar. Yeah, that's yes. good too.
0: All right, I'll quickly. I had a handful that I listed here. I'll just run through them really fast. Uh, yeah. The Cyberdyne Systems building in Terminator Two. <laughs>
1: Oh, so good.
0: Uh, the truck explosion uh, in the third act of Mad Max Fury Road. The mm-hmm. helicopter rescue scene in The Matrix. Mm. Um, the napalm explosion in Apocalypse Now. Classic. Yeah. Uh, oh, the when the compound the bad guy compound and specter the james bond film blows up that's a pretty massive explosion um and that i i uh, i looked up did a quick research online to see if i had missed any like kind of big ones and i I, apparently that specter explosion was in the guinness book of world records for kind of the largest pyrotechnics ever done in a in a film oh wow the uh the tony
2: stark one when he's in afghanistan Mm. and he you know the mountain range behind him and he lifts his arms and the whole mountain range (laughs) blows up (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. And I know there's it's a, a very, whole bunch out there running. that I've left off the list. Like you could do an entire podcast on best movie explosions. So oh, you definitely anyone out there me. listening, I'm sorry if I left off your favorites, but those are just a few that I thought of. It's a definitive list.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: That's pretty thorough.
1: Cool. Cool. So I think we're uh, kind of capping off the end of the minute here. And at this point we kind of, at this point we throw it around to, to, our guest first and we'll ask you alan what's your history with the movie predator uh
2: well i'm pretty sure it came out before you two were born
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not true that's not true that's impossible
2: come on fess up how old were you i was
1: seven uh yeah exactly
2: uh no i i uh i <laughs> loved it i i loved it i still i i I'm surprised how much i enjoyed it i watched it again yesterday for the umpteenth time mm. and every time you watch it of course you see new things or you have little logical questions like how is that possible <laughs> or why did they make that choice but it's it's a popcorn movie it sounds supposed to be hamlet you know so yeah, right. uh yeah i it's it's great and uh, I've been dying for a good Alien versus Predator, but we've never really had one to my satisfaction. No, because I think it's more of a straight up one on one battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all the movies I've seen, Predator just wades through the aliens, you know, like they're nothing.
1: Yeah, and they're always throwing humans in the mix, like just meat. It's just that's not yeah, very it's, fun. Those have been very but- disappointing. Yeah, Well, we are meat. <laughs> <laughs> We're delicious. Mm. So uh, you being an actor, Alan, I have to ask uh, who stands out to you, if anybody in this movie as showing off acting chops or who's like really you know, do you see anybody like trying to stretch themselves? Because a lot of these guys are not your traditional actors you know
2: the guy who fascinates me the most is Sonny, uh Mm. the guy who plays billy uh and i was reading his bio and i want to go back and he was in warriors which is another great movie Mm -hmm. that i gotta go back and watch i mean come out (laughs) it's like any of those things though if you're given the chance as as schwarzenegger has been uh over and over and over again and you're moderately intelligent you're gonna get decent at it i mean mm. they're good enough to be believable and, and i think that's that's what's required you know they're not they're not being asked to do uh, sweeney todd or, <laughs> or or king lear you know right uh, the the primary resume cred is huge bulging
0: muscles <laughs> <laughs> i always yeah, I, mean, I, I i've talked to john a bit about how i think that arnold is is somewhat underrated as a as an actor in in the sense that he does a lot of these roles where he doesn't have a ton of lines. He has to do a lot of visual acting, um, and I feel like he pulls it off pretty well. I, mm-hmm. You know, I think there's yep. a reason why he was such the became such the movie star that he did in the late '80s and early '90s. He he does have a screen presence. It's hard to deny.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I felt like he in later films he got a better grip on the humor. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, there are a bunch of stick around, you know, he stabs a guy in minute 27 <laughs> or 28 <laughs> with a knife stick around oh, stick around so close. Um, and that just it didn't have the same humor as uh, some of the earlier or some of the later movies where he's he's really got it down but i i agree and also the director does a great job of uh using his sort of sideways glances yeah. you know yeah. over and over you see his eyes before you see anything else and yeah. he turns and you just you know you think he's a beast so uh, yeah he's the real predator
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree.
2: I'm kinda of disappointed that he wasn't in any of the sequels too, you know. Right. Yeah. Um I know. kind of like a Ripley thing. Like he really had a score to settle with predators in general, you know, <laughs> but he never got the opportunity. Yeah, yeah and I'm
1: I'm On that same line of disappointment, I've always been disappointed he's not in more like team or group based uh, situations. It's it's, you know, from here on out, it's pretty much solo for him uh, until he hits like expendables. And by then it's like way far gone. He's way far gone that prime. But I think he would have been way, way like such a good, I don't know, piece of an ensemble. But there's no way that that ego would allow for that, I think yeah
2: yeah although i feel like and i don't know why i feel this but i i feel like he's less egotistical than some of the other people in the same uh in the same genre
1: yeah i would agree with yeah. that if you if you look yeah, at i agree some of the people in this movie even like sven ole torsen arnold brought him on to say hey like you're you're my buddy you don't want to give you a hand here and you know brings on Sven, and then later arnold movies like some of his other buddies hop in the fray and and some of them you know have a have a decent start because of arnold mm, yeah yeah oh, that's pretty cool all right so are we, ready to, yeah, are we ready to talk recommends each week we kind of talk about something we've seen on the tv or a movie or i don't know a product we're enjoying lately that's hey we have to share this or a restaurant or a cool website mm. or a podcast that you are just dying to tell people about
2: so i'm not i'm not hypothetically allowed to uh pitch say a book or something that i might have accidentally (laughs) written in my spare time
0: (laughs) hey we're here to provide the predator minute bump to you alan so that's right right. (laughs) so pitch away so we didn't mention to our listeners that alan is uh, not only a teacher not only an actor not only a comedian but also an author so what what do you got on the docket for us uh, these days, Alan? And,
1: uh, and...
2: so uh, I've written a series called Immortal Treachery, and it's uh, it's kind of like the minute we just described. Frankly, it's uh, <laughs> imagine if you put Conan the Barbarian in minute twenty six of Predator. <laughs> it's steel, it's blood, and it's fire. It's about uh, the most vicious, ruthless. Uh, undefeatable person in the world uh he's bloodthirsty he's arrogant he's mean and he's the good guy oh wow Um, yeah yeah so you can find that on amazon or wherever books are sold Mm. or
1: shoplifted (laughs) so what's the name of the uh what's the name of the series uh immortal treachery and uh the first book is
2: steel blood and fire But I do. I did see a trailer for something that I really want to see. It might not be to your taste because I don't think anyone dies in it. But it's called. uh, It's coming out of May. It's called Yesterday, mm. and it it imagines a world in which the Beatles never existed, and except except this one guy is aware of them and everything they ever wrote. So he starts passing it off as his own, and he becomes this world famous uh this world famous rock star and ed sheeran is in it as a as kind of a sidekick and what's her name from saturday night live who does all the impressions she's in it as a ruthless record company executive it's called yesterday wow awesome so if you're into the beatles and if you're into sort of alternative history fiction and and crazy romances um it doesn't have any blood or gore or explosions. I'm pretty. Oh, he gets all of his teeth knocked out though.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: in the inciting incident, all the power in the world goes out for a second. And he's on his mountain bike and he face plants into the asphalt and it knocks all of his teeth out. Oh.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: Anyway,
0: so I can't wait to see this movie.
1: Oh, sounds like a. It sounds like a ton of fun, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're up. Okay, so I'm going to recommend uh, a movie. I got a lot of buzz earlier in the year and I finally caught up to it. It's called Sorry to Bother You. Mm. Have you guys seen this at all yet? Oh my gosh. Alan, I think in particular you would really like this one. Um, It is hard to talk about the plot without giving away too much, but um, it's best to go into this movie with as little knowledge as possible about what it is about. Um, To be very kind of vague, it's about a uh, a, a man who works for a company and gets promoted into that company, but upon doing so has to accept some things that the company is doing to the public and to, and he's an African-American man and he has to accept some of the things that the company is doing to uh, other uh, black people in his community. Um, and it's very much in a, what's a good kind of uh yeah, it's, it's real meta, it's mm. it's somewhat fantastical, it's kind of rooted in sort of a fantasy or maybe an alternate reality of uh, of our world. Um, magical realism is the, the genre that comes to mind Ooh. actually. Um, but it takes some turns and twists that are very unexpected and kind of make you go WTF, but in a really good way. It's one of the most interesting movies I've seen this year. I really, really liked it. I don't want to talk more about the plot because like I said, the less you know, the more fun it is. Well, I don't know anything. So I must be having the time of my life. (laughs) 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 So check out Sorry to Bother You available on Blu-ray and on VOD at this point. It's it's fantastic. It's excellent.
1: Awesome. Uh, So I'll I'll keep up with the theme of Right, uh, something taking a turn, but <laughs> being housebound over this last uh, two weeks now due to snow. Mm-hmm. Baguette- Here mm-hmm. in the uh, Pacific Northwest, I've been uh, watching a lot of cartoons with the old, you know, the kiddos. And <laughs> <The> kiddos. <laughs> and uh, one cartoon that really took me by surprise was the latest iteration of Scooby Doo. It's called Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. This is really for all the parents out there, but if if you like your Scooby Doo with like more of a serialized. know, serialized viewpoint where each episode there's kind of this overarching story going on throughout all four seasons and right you have this big crazy uh, basically explosive finale then check out Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Uh, I don't want to give away too much other than there's a lot of good meta humor going on in the show where they're always like joking around about how Freddy likes the traps and scooby and shaggy are always falling for the scooby snacks and all, all that kind of stuff it's, it plays off of those expectations and it's something i really appreciated and the voice acting is awesome you have matthew lillard as uh shaggy which, oh, nice. which is hilarious you have lewis black as a recurring character oh it, yeah i, I don't want to go too much in depth about plotting and all that but i, I would recommend it if you're kind of stuck in the snowmageddon or polar vortex or uh, in the best weather you can imagine and you're watching Right. You're you're watching some cartoons. It's on Amazon, Amazon videos. So check it out. Nice. Yeah. The last little bit here (laughs) uh, Predator Minute, we uh, ask our guests and co hosts, where can we find you? So, Alan, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me
2: all over the web. It's almost impossible to avoid me. I'm on every (laughs) single social network. And I'm actually usually more talkative, but I I started (laughs) kind of a low note and on the wrong minute. <laughs> and uh, fought my way uphill the entire time. And here I am. I made it to the end. So
0: oh, uh, it was a great recovery, yeah. Alan. We really appreciate yeah. having you here. It was super fun. No,
2: it, it was. And I, I I, promise I will listen to more episodes. This actually would be a
1: perfect thing to listen to if you're snowed in. This show. <laughs> I agree. There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's put that up there. And you can watch the minutes and then listen to a couple minutes. and You can find
0: me at capital K Carl underscore capital H hungus three one four my name is college been expert at twitter you can also find me on the instagram and the facebook but I am Jeff Glover I'm out there
1: I don't exercise you are out there he's out there (laughs) and if uh if you yes you out there uh, have some cool explosions that you want to talk about and have called out on the podcast well let us know predator minute at gmail.com we're also on twitter and facebook with all that said i'm john zabriskie i'm alan Backshelder, and i'm jeff glover and until next time stick
0: around
1: stick around <laughs> <laughs>
2: closest money tree please sure been there a couple times myself Nice place. You know, you look familiar. Do you work there or something? Well, I've had my
0: hands in their advertising.
2: I just gotta ask, how crazy do they have to be to come up with those ridiculous caterpillar ads? <laughs> Money Tree,
0: your cash solution. Cut, beautiful, loving you. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> Check cashing, payday loans, and more. Money Tree.